Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Jasmine from the Jasmine brand is here. Yes. And our little friend. Jasmine brand. Our short Whoa. friend. Look at me like, Ooh. <laughs> Trouble. Uh-oh. Trouble. Dwight Howard is here with us. Yes. So thank you so much for coming. I know you have a lot going on, and we're going to get into all of it. Let's do it. But first, let's start with the fact that you are actually starting your own podcast. Yes, I am. I started my own podcast uh, it's been in the works for about three, four years now. Sheesh. That's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure before I even put it out there that I had everything lined up so I could give everyone that watches and hears my show. I feel like show. you need to do this because there's a lot of things I could tell that oh, you yeah. want to talk about. I saw you on All the Smoke. We saw mm -hmm. you on Club Shay Shay. And I can, and those were long conversations because you really can long. tell, yeah. Oh, yes. When the interviews yes. are good, they go like that and mm -hmm. it flies by. Mm -hmm. I love uh, uh, having, you know, uh, deep conversations. Mm -hmm. you know, I love talking about, you know, so many different top topics. You know, I think a lot of people when they meet me, they want to talk about basketball and what happens with sports. And that's one topic that I really just hate talking about. I've been playing basketball since I was three. Mm -hmm. I done talked about it. I done lived it. I done did everything with basketball. So it's like it's much more to me and in life than basketball. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like to spend a lot of time divulging in conversations like that. So that's what this podcast is based off of things other than it's hard because mm -hmm. everything does come back to basketball for right. you because. But, but that's why we're going to use that because mm -hmm. we know. That, you know, a lot of people say basketball is life. And through my life in basketball, I've experienced so much. So by using basketball, it's opened up so many doors and avenues that when I do the podcast and when I start talking about basketball, we will be able to talk about all these other avenues because of basketball. So it's not like basketball is out the way. It's just. Right. You want to do more. I than... want to do more because, yeah. you know, we always get put in the category of oh, he's just a basketball player or he's just a rapper or entertainer. Um, it's like we can't be more. Right. So it's like this is a way to show and inspire kids and adults. It's never too late. But also you can be whatever you want to be. And I think it's important. Sometimes people look at athletes and entertainers mm -hmm. not as human. They'll oh, yeah. judge you based off if, if you have a great game, if you have a bad game, they'll go in on you. People who can't do what you do have a lot more to say. Now you can respond. And now, yeah. but if, not if even, you want to. But not even just that. It also can show people that I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I'm going to have sometimes things don't work out the way that I wanted it to. Because you've been through a lot, clearly, throughout your career to even to get to where you are. And you've oh, had, yeah. you know, great things happen. You've had disappointments. You've made a lot of money. I'm sure you've made some bad investments, too. A lot. Yes. <laughs> a lot. A lot of bad investments. But that's, that's the experience of life. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't take. Anything that has happened to me is something uh, bad, uh, but I just understand that it's balancement. And, you know, every level that you want to go up in life, you're going to get uh, tested and tried in all areas of your life, financially, spiritually, physically, emotionally, to see where you're at. So, you know, you can grow. Mm -hmm. And so I take on those challenges, the good times, the bad times, and I understand that they don't last forever. Right. Um and roll with the punches. I saw a lot of people commenting about parenting, mm -hmm. right? And I know that's one thing that you definitely can discuss. They were felt like you were being too hard 
mm-hmm. on your kids, like having them work out in the gym. And it's interesting because you'll hear that conversation about like Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and Joe Jackson. You'll hear that about, say, Serena Williams and Venus Williams. But then you see the superstars that they became. But it's right? only when it's fathers. Mm-hmm. Have y'all noticed that? Yeah, we don't. Well, we, not, we don't really see moms. No, um, I'm, this is what I'm saying. The fathers are the ones that get bashed. Right, because Tina knows they getting bashed for, for pushing we don't really, their kids. Yeah, we don't really, I don't know if it, we really don't, I feel like we don't really see the moms pushing their kids. I'm sure they Correct, do, but we don't see look it. What hap- look what you just said. The right. fathers are the male that's pushing them too hard. And in every case that, you know, you just mentioned, the Serena uh, Williams sister, uh, Venus and Serena, Michael, um, their father had a vision for his kids. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. But he had a vision. Mm-hmm. And they his kids. So everybody else that got something to say, they don't see what he see. And if he didn't push his kids and tell them, hey, I'm going to guide you in this area and I need you to do this, they wouldn't have been Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Tito. They wouldn't have been the Jackson 5. They would have been something else. So for me, I'm like, listen, I know what it takes to get to the top. I done been to the top of the mountain. I done seen all the pitfalls. I done seen the good things, the bad things, anything that can happen. If in life has been a successful man, I have experienced it even at a young age because I came in at 18. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I give my kids the game from a young age? Why wouldn't I train up my kids in the way that they should go so when they get older, they won't fall from it? Who else supposed to teach their kids to be great? Somebody else? No, mm-hmm. the father. No, we saw Steph mother. Curry's documentary, and his dad mm-hmm. had him out there yeah. practicing his shot for, you know, and that's why Steph Curry is it's the greatest who he shooter is. ever. Yeah. But they also asked him, is this really what you want to do? His mom said, right. and if that's what you really want to yes. do. Because I think there's a lot of things as a kid that I didn't want to do. And I and I also regret the fact that my parents didn't push me harder on certain things, too. I do, feel you wish like, your, do you wish your parents pushed you harder, or you, you had just I, enough? I was, I pushed myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was one of those kids that, um, I told my dad at 10 I was going to the NBA and okay. I was going to be the first pick in the draft. So I wrote down my goals. I put them on top of my bed. And every day I looked at it, you know, so I was a little bit different. Right. In Especially as a 10-year-old. At, at 10, I was <laughs> thinking about going to the NBA and being the first pick. And from then at 10, when I told my dad that every step that I wanted to take was basically ordered. So it was a plan. I said, I wanted to be the number one pick. I wanted to be the number one player. I wanted to be this. Everything I wanted to do, I manifested it in my life by actually planning it out. So it's the same thing with my kids. I see who my son is right. going to be in the future. Okay. So why would I allow him to quit or say he can't mm-hmm. when he's only nine? How a man do one thing is how we do all things. Right. So if he quits now, he'll quit later. He'll always quit. And the thing I'm teaching them, all my kids, is the world don't care about you. Right. They'll eat you up. They don't care. So you have to learn all this stuff at a young age. Okay. And you have to be mentally and physically strong, and I'm going to be here to love you in the whole process. How did your father, as a father, influence you as far uh, as how you are with your kids? Because a lot of things working. we learn. Mm-hmm. He was always working. That's what That's what I learned from him. He never stopped working no matter what. He made sure we was 
he provided for us. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, no, that's that's what I was asking <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. So, so in your relation to your kids, because I will say, right, mm-hmm. for you as a dad, we've seen a lot of things on social media and stories, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, you have some children's mothers that people will see commenting on things. How mm-hmm. does that make you feel if they're like, well, he's only a part time dad, or he's not doing what he's supposed to do? Uh, well, I mean, again, it's just an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't too much divulge and go back and forth with, you know, accusations or anything that I may see off the internet, even if it's something that my my child's mom has said, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of my other children have said anything, you know, about any situation. So I know a lot of times when we see stuff on the internet, even I see it, you know, I get a little hurt that my son would see the stuff that's going to be on the internet. Right. And I'm like, this is not something that he needs to see. Okay. Um, but again, it would never anything negative would never come out of my mouth. Right. Without any of my kids' moms, any situation, not since I've been in the league, and not never will I say something negative about my kids' moms. No matter how I feel, right. I will keep that off the air because I don't think that's something that nobody should know. Mm-hmm. And that's my burden to deal with because at the end of the day, I chose these women to have kids with. So I can't be mad at nobody but myself for that. Um, if I was to be mad, um, but you know, I don't, I don't. Con- you just gotta handle your business. Yeah, it's just when I see it, I just keep going. I, I know I'm not a one a day dad or whatever you want to call it, our internet dad. Uh, my kids love me. We spend every day that we can together. And what a lot of people may not understand is that when you have a job like the NBA, you're gone most of the time. Right. And so also, this is for, you know, those people out there looking to have children. You got to watch who you have kids with and you got to really study them first and know that, hey, you can't just be looking for a come up or trying to be with the finest girl Mm -hmm. because that could get you in a lot of trouble. Sometimes you don't know, though, what somebody's like. Because a lot of people will tell me relationships change mm-hmm. once you do have they a do. kid. Yeah, they they can, really do. And it, it is uh, a lot of, because relationships have to change. Now there's a child involved, mm-hmm. another person involved. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's why before you really get into it, you have to sit down and know your partner. Everything else is a distraction. you got to know your partner. So you'll know if this is the person that you really and truly want to have kids with. If this is the person that you really and truly want to be with for the rest of your life, all that stuff takes time. But we want everything to happen right away. Right. <laughs> and it never worked like that. And when we try that, you know, it always end up in, you know, mess because it's our flesh. Our flesh is thinking mm-hmm. instead of we thinking with our, you know, our head. Do you believe in love at first sight? Um, I yeah, I think you can fall in love with someone's appearance. And their energy at first sight, but I don't think you will know that person at first sight. It will take some time, mm-hmm. and you could be in love with how somebody looked. Right. But you, you, have you experienced that before? <laughs> love at first sight. You know he has. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have. That's why um, he believe in it. <laughs> I, I I have seen you know women be like man this this girl is amazing. Um, but what I've experienced over time is that you can't have that mindset. Because at some point, that honeymoon phase is going to end, that googly eyes, and right. and this is what a real relationship is. So that's more like lust at first yeah, sight. Yeah, lust at first sight. I think that happened to a lot of us. 
let me ask you this. So um, have you ever at a point, so let's talk about like you went to Taiwan mm -hmm. and played um, ball there. What's the difference between women in Taiwan and in the United States? <laughs> uh, or what's the biggest difference? How about that? <laughs> uh, spit it out. Daisy wants to say. Yeah. Come on, spit it out. We're prepping you for your well, podcast. Well, see, I don't, I don't, I, I think all women are different. It's just depend on the culture and how you were raised. Yeah, culturally, it has to be. Um, culturally, the women uh, from Taiwan are raised a, a lot different than the women here. And um, the one thing I, I noticed over there is they are willing to to do what is needed for you. Cook, clean, whatever that stuff is, no complaints. And sometimes, you know, as a male, um, dealing with so much stress, mm -hmm. you might not want to talk to someone. You might not want to have to deal with all the extra stuff, but just having someone that, that is there for you who can just do for you, make sure all your stuff straightened out so you can just lay your head. I feel like being over there and witnessing uh, that, uh, not saying that women over here don't do that. I just feel like, you know, it's a little different, but I don't want to. Is that what works? Uh, is that what works for you? Is that the, what, what kind of uh, woman are you attracted to? What kind of women? Yeah, woman. Uh, ooh. Uh, my my style has changed over the years. Uh, with with understanding. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was super young, I wanted the finest, <laughs> the best looking, the girl with the biggest butt, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it just cost me. That was pre-BBL, right? Pre-BBL. I, yeah. I don't know if I had. No, nah, it was yeah, Women, with, yeah, because yeah. back in the day, that wasn't a thing. When nah, you were, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, there was a life before BBLs. <laughs> we wasn't talk like I've never been a person that that cared about the BBLs. If mm -hmm. somebody got their body did, it's your body. You can do what yeah, you do want. Yeah, do what you want. But I'm more so interested in who you are. You know, now as a as a person, your intellect, mm -hmm. um, what kind of value you could bring to me in my life, especially at this point, um, outside of sex. Right. You know, so that takes. It takes time to get to that stage because you come in at 18, you get everything. That's right. tough. And, yeah. You know, so and then you also don't know if people really want to be with you. you. Yeah. And that's a really hard thing yeah. to be because you look at somebody like LeBron's been with Savannah since before he had mm -hmm. everything he has. Steph Curry, Aisha Curry was super early on. It's not easy to find somebody after you've already achieved the success and made the hundreds of millions of dollars that you that's made true. that you could feel like. She they really, got your back. Yeah. She really, yeah. That is hard. Um, but again, um, I think it's easy to shut down and say, you know what? I can't trust nobody and I can't do this and do that because I've had so many bad experiences. Mm -hmm. But then that would be bad to the next person that I would date. I won't want that woman to feel like, man, he ain't going to give me 100% of him because he afraid that. So it's like a thin line. It's right. like a thin line, and it takes time. And I'm sure, like you said, you've had some negative experience. I'm sure some women would say, he dogged me out, too. I'm pretty sure they would. <laughs> um, but I've never <laughs> in my life uh, mistreated a woman. Okay. Um, have you ever cheated? Have I ever cheated on a woman? Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Well, that's kind that of That might be mistreating. mistreatment. Yeah, that might fall under the category of mistreating. 
He's a, he's a kind cheater. Yeah. When I say mistreat, like I I I um if we're in a relationship, then we have an understanding of what will happen in the relationship. Um personally well, I don't even want to get into Uh-oh. too much about the relationship <laughs> stuff. Like Is it an open relationship? Is that what you're is that where you're going? Well where you can have you can be intimate with other people? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So yeah. there's no cheating really, as long as they if know. Yeah, but I have been in situations, you know, at, at a young age where I didn't clarify or I wasn't as honest as I should have been. But looking back on it, a lot of times when you are honest with people, it messes you up. So it's kind of hard. Yeah, like I want you to be honest, but then I'm going to be upset if you tell me it, anything. But see, I, I, from what I witnessed, a woman might say, why don't you be honest with me? Mm-hmm. Tell me the truth. And you tell them the truth. And then it mess up the whole relationship. Yeah. So it's like, do you really want honesty or are you just trying to find out information to see what your next move is going to be? You just don't know, though, because sometimes you could be honest with a woman and be surprised that she's okay with it, too. Yes, but a it lot of times the way. woman might not be honest with you. That's and it. you would never know. And they just want you to spill all the beans <laughs> about what you got going on and what you're doing because they don't want to say what they really got going on. Mm-hmm. And they trying to, they trying to, Okay, I'm gonna size him up. What he doing? What he so you'll be okay on? with a woman in an open relationship? She could see other people too. Um, I just rather be single right now. Okay. Um, until, <laughs> until it sound I, like a no. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take that as a no. I mean, well, I see. I'm not. If a, if somebody wants to go out and sleep with somebody else, I'm not gonna get insecure about that. I'm not gonna feel a certain type of way about that because. That's what they choose to do. I will never stop somebody from doing what they choose to do in a relationship because it's on them. That's fine. If you would choose to go out and do that, that's on you. I just know where to place you. Mm-hmm. I know what box to put you in. Okay. So. And then they'll know what box to put you in because you two, like. Be you, honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to always be honest right. and let them yeah. know what's going on. I think yeah. that works the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about NDAs? Do people have to sign an NDA? Do people have to like sign if you're NDAs? dating somebody you like? I need to sign this NDA because the truth is, you know, being who you are, you do have to be cautious about. That's true. I don't be wanting to do that because I feel like it. As soon as you start doing that with the person that you're trying to have a relationship with, then it kind of already puts a a stain on it because it's like, why are you having me sign this? You don't you don't want to trust me. You don't want to give me an opportunity, and you got to go through that whole process. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't trust me. What did I do? I'm not like everybody else. Well, then you should have no problem signing this NDA. Exactly. And that's what happens. That's I like what we that say. NDA thing. Yeah, the I, NDA I think great, if you do it from the very beginning, before we even get to that point, because I don't know, you know, the NDA is not something that you would have somebody in your personal space sign. That's something that would be said in the media for people who wouldn't really know. There's mm-hmm. another piece of paper that you would have personal people in your space okay. sign, um, and it's called a dossier. Okay. So that would be for more so private, you know, intimate settings, NDA. NDAs is kind of like business and stuff like that. Right. Because okay. people are releasing all kind of voicemails and, you know, te- conversations. I've been seeing this happen way too much lately and mm-hmm. putting it out there. I mean, well, I feel like those people who want to try to expose or hurt somebody else, really what they're doing is exposing their character. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you feel like you got to get on any type of social media or any type of platform to try to um, expose someone, 
um, I feel like that's the wrong way, way to go about it. Um, right. That shows your type of character and the people who are watching and reading. I would, for myself, I would say, why would I want to be a part of somebody like this who's willing to say or put out there someone's intimate conversations? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've seen stuff out online about a lot of entertainers right? Um, in their relationships. I've even had, you know, my, uh, my uh, son's mom, she has, you know, said things and, you know, tried to put, you know, messages out there. And, you know, I would, like I said, I wouldn't talk about her character. Uh, but overall, the character, I think, of people who do that, I feel like is wrong. Mm -hmm. It's more Whatever. of a reflection. I say that too of what of you're you going are. through. Then yeah, and and if you still have all that hate and bitterness in your heart, you got to let it go because you're not hurting that person. You're only really hurting yourself. And I think sometimes it's too entertaining for people who are watching that have nothing to do with it. Yeah, you know why it you? Is. Because it's not going to really help it's anything not necessarily. Or the situation yeah. at all is really just keeping up the noise, and and I feel like that has been the issue in our community for the longest. Mm -hmm. um, we have always been caught up in the noise, everything that's going on with celebrities or entertainers or whoever it may be, and we missing what needs to be the focus. You know, even like when we was earlier talking about the thing with my son, mm -hmm. you know, I got a lot of bad media press about, you know, working with him and training my son. Um, but what if I was doing something different? Right. What if like, but if you weren't around what, at all, what if I wasn't around? You know why? Why is it that the negative thing is being brought up about me pushing my son to be great? Isn't that what coaches do too? Yeah. Like if you're yeah. as a coach, a lot of coaches will be very like that's their job. That's I the mean, job. Yeah, it's the parents. Seems like you'd be the first. ultimate coach I, for your... because I've experienced it. But mm -hmm. it's the parents' job first to teach their kids because the kids are them. They're essentially little them, little little those little parents. So I think it's important for the parents as the first teacher to pull that greatness out of their kids. It shouldn't be on another coach or another person mm -hmm. to do that because the parents should know their kids. They should know what makes them tick if they're really spending time with them. And I know what my son was doing in that video <laughs> was acting. I know right. he was trying to... <laughs> When I, I'm a mom, but I have a little one. When I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, he's crying. But you know you're – and I know mm -hmm. when my daughter is faking. Obviously, she's much – but I know – I'd be like, girl, like, well, you know, I, I you're know putting on. Doing, yeah. yeah, but I, I was – I was like, oh, my gosh. But I'm also – I'm not an athlete, mm -hmm. so I don't, you know – And I'm know. sure yeah. any athlete feels like that at some point. It but still see, hurt my feelings, though, I'm not going to lie. This. It still see, was like, oh, my gosh. The reason why I even posted this vid the video and I put it the way it did was because I wanted the people – I wanted people to see the progress of my son. Um, when I got back from Taiwan this summer, it was the first time I seen my kids in the seven months that I was in Taiwan. And when I was over there, I was really watching everything that was happening in the States, uh, paying attention to how I could really um, make a, a greater impact on my kids when I returned home. And um, <clears throat> the day I was training my son, uh, we'd been in this for four weeks already, four mm -hmm. or five weeks. We've been already in, in, into these workouts. He's on the bike. This was his eighth set, by the way, that he had already <laughs> completed mm -hmm. before we filmed him crying and carrying on. Okay. So mind you, when we first started, 
He had to do six reps, 20 seconds on, 40 seconds off. That's not that hard. Okay. Sounds a little challenging, but maybe That's I not to... challenging. Okay, 20 go ahead. seconds on and 40 seconds off. We haven't okay. been working out. I might yeah. cry. But you won't cry. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> so he had done this for four or five weeks. He's perfectly fine. This week was the mental test that I was putting all my kids through. So oh this was this wasn't just one exercise. The thing I was teaching my kids that week was can't is not in y'all vocabulary. You can and you will accomplish everything that you put your mind to, but you have to believe it. When I got my son on that bike, he had already did eight sets. He was fine. He said, Dad, how many I got left? I looked around. I said, you got 20 left. <gasps> Yeah. I would have cried too. Yeah. yeah. I would have cried. But too. he only had two more left. Oh, so you was just bothering him. So what I did was <laughs> I wanted to see what his reaction was going to be. Because I know when you're trying to get to the mission, when you're trying to get to the top of that mountain, you're going to have distractions all around you. You're going to have people trying to pull you down. You're going to have people telling you that you can't. That mountain is going to get harder once you get to the top. What will you do? Will you quit? Or will you keep going? Once I said you had 20 more, you saw the video. He says, what? <laughs> and he says, I can't. And now he starts to go crazy like he can't do it. But I say, come on. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. And guess what? He finished the two sets off. Well, it was only that. two. It wasn't 20. Yeah, like he was, said, of course he did. Yeah, because he only had two left. Right. But he could but have done But the mindset it. Yeah. was, I wanted him to keep going. Right. Despite what I was telling him. Despite what everybody else around him could say to him, you can't stop. Mm -hmm. You're the only one on this journey. Right. This is your journey and your journey alone. You got to keep looking forward. Don't look back. Don't look to the side. Don't worry about the problem that you face with right now. Keep going. And now my son is, is a little machine. He's right. doing 230 push-ups a day. He started with 15. Sheesh. Yeah, 15 push-ups. He's running. He's he's way bad. more. I get my life together. But now it's just nine year old is out doing me <laughs> in every way. <laughs> yeah, same. When I work out with my trainer, I will always like have conversations, and then I start talking about music, mm -hmm. and then he gets distracted. <laughs> and yeah, then next see, thing no. you know, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because we're having a whole. And I stop, and I'll be like, Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> such to put out a new album. You could never. He could. You could yeah. never be her trainer. Yes, I could. <laughs> yeah, I know you. My, my kids I will do the same thing. But listen, what about the mom? Was she? Was she upset when she saw that, or like when well, she see, first started training y'all kids? Um, my son's mom passed away um, three years ago. Oh, that's right. Before you yeah. were in the bubble. Before I was in the bubble. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was six at the time. So I understand that even though I have to push him and I have to give him that strength as a father, he still has to be nurtured. Mm -hmm. He still has to get the love and support. And I understand that there's a balance. And I give them that. He still has his grandma on both sides. Mm -hmm. They give them that. He still has his sisters. We make sure that he's covered in love. Yeah. But he also has to understand that with him still being covered in love, the world that we live in right. don't care. They don't care. Yeah, you're right. And they will eat him up and spit him out and don't care what happened to him. So with me knowing that, I got to be able to give him honesty and truth and love and support all mixed in one. 
And a lot of people can't see that because they not me and this is not their child. Yeah. And we haven't had your experience, your journey either. Yes, and I understand people are going to make opinions and people and you have every it. right to. You put it I'm not mad media. about yeah. that. I don't I don't look at the comments and go, dang, I'm messed up with it. I don't know. I know what I wanted to show in that video. Yeah, if I was your son, I'd have been like, see, Dad, you was a little too rough on me. <laughs> no, nah, he not saying that. My dad, my, my son, after that workout that y'all saw, after every workout that we finished, no matter if it's self-defense, <laughs> If we running, doing drills, whatever, he come give me a hug, mm -hmm. and he say thank you. So how many self defense? How, hold on, you teach you teach All my kids do self defense. I think that's a great I idea. I like that and too. Why? I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, but we know why. Two go reasons. Ahead. Two okay. reasons. Um, my son's best friend, his name is Noah. Um, he was actually attacked by a grown man, an adult, twenty six years old, at a basketball game because they was upset at him this little kid, for being good at basketball. These? And I have witnessed, because I've, you know, like I said, I've been out, been in different countries, and I've seen what happens to these young kids mm -hmm. and how they could get snatched up and taken and abused and beat up and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, this is not happening with my children. We got to be prepared for whatever happens. We need to be in shape, so we got to run away from a situation. We can all run, and we're not tired. We need to learn how to defend ourselves, so we all got get into it. If I'm not there, y'all need to learn how to take care of yourself. Right. And, you know, you don't want to wait till they get 25 and 30. You know, you want to start them now. You want to build this foundation, you know, to mm -hmm. where they understand that all these things are needed so they can be successful in life. All this stuff is not so they can be fighters and basketball players and stuff like that. I don't care what sport yeah. my kids do. I want them to be prepared for life. These are good life skills. Mm -hmm. This is all about life. We do more than just sports. I don't show all the stuff we do right now because we film it and we're putting that out there in the podcast and everything that we got coming. So the kids are on the podcast, too. The kids are on everything that I'm doing. Okay. Um, but we don't put that out there because the enemy is still watching. Mm-hmm. And we know that. Who's the enemy? The devil. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> got it, all right. The devil's watching. Everything I put out there that's been positive and, and I've been posting nothing but positivity, my whole life since I've had Instagram, I know that negativity comes with that. But look, let's read this post that you did just right because I thought this was great since um, the higher you go up, the more they will try to bring you down. Every time you are in the process of elevating, evil will come from all angles, but just keep moving forward mm -hmm. because that's how you overcome. Evil will come, weapons will form, and hate will always be present, but it will never prosper if you keep going. Amen. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, this is something that I, you know, I preach and I teach every day to anybody that I come across. Um, a lot of kids, a lot of adults uh, reach out, uh, they talk to me, um, even when I'm just walking around and my friends, everyone's asking, like, you know, how do you manage and handle all the hate and negativity that comes with all the positive things that you do? And I always tell them, you just got to stay balanced. It's going to come. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to form. Right. That doesn't mean that it's not going to come against you. That doesn't mean that it's not going to cause pain and heartache and hurt. And all that stuff is going to happen. 
but you still got to stay locked in. And the same messages I've been telling my kids is what I've been preaching to myself every day. Yeah. So I know that there's weapons that's formed against me. I know that there's people and things that are trying to pull me down. But I know my why. I know my purpose and where I'm trying to get to. And if I allow all this stuff to knock me off my pivot, I'll never make it. So it's the same message I give to my kids, the same message I give to anybody. Well, you know, that can't be easy for you because most recently we saw the posts and the the blogs, right? Mm -hmm. And a couple of years ago, uh, there's a guy who claims that you know, you hit him up in the DMs and mm-hmm. now there's a lawsuit. And I th- I mm-hmm. believe it's from 2021, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right. And so how did you react to something like that? Because like you said, you're uh, over here pr- preaching positivity, living mm-hmm. positivity. But then something like this happens. I didn't react. Mm-hmm. Um, assault and battery. Y'all have been around me for how long? 40 minutes, maybe. 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life assaulted or hurt anyone. I don't even, I'm not even that type of person. Uh, so when I see allegations and accusations online about whatever people have said I've done, I don't pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. Are you ever hurt when you see things? Or are you always like, it doesn't bother you? Are, does every, anything ever um, sting or affect the, the you personally? The stuff that, that um, it doesn't hurt, but it just makes me feel for my children. Because they have to see it. Because, uh, and it's not about all the crap. The stuff like with my, my kids and my mom and their moms. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff right there is just like, my son don't need to see that. Um, he's, he's getting too old, for one. And he's about to start getting to that level of understanding. Mm. And stuff like that, he don't need to see. He doesn't need to see that. How do you protect um, your, your your children from? Just don't uh, let them well, get on social media well, or watch well, TV or stuff or what? Well, so you can't protect them from that. What you have to do is, like what I have tried to do for my kids is have conversations with them and, and, and see what's going on because I know that at the schools that they go to, uh, the stuff that they have on their phones, they mm-hmm. have access to all this stuff. It's the other so, kids, too. Yeah, you can't just, it's not like, I, I'm, I can't stop them from doing this stuff. But what I can do is is let them know and let them be aware that all these things are around them. And some of this stuff is to desensitize you and to get you from not being locked in and focused. And um, it's tough because they have friends, they have social media they and have the parents their friends parents probably like oh you go to school with yeah with this person. so i mm-hmm. hate that my son has to deal with you know a lot of his information being put out there at such a young age but you know um how do you work on co- how do you work on co-parenting man it's been tough it's been tough i think because of the child support laws and how that stuff has came about has really made it tough to be co-parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I've struggled with, uh, with for some time. Um, and I think a lot of fathers uh, who have to deal with the, the child support and having to get lawyers and go back and forth, I think a lot of that stuff really affects the relationships between the mothers. And I, that's the one thing that I wish that could, just kind of change because 
I feel like it's all a, a plan to mess up the families. I think it's a plan to make the mom and the dad upset at each other mm -hmm. to where they're fighting about, you know, time with a child. They're fighting about who gets the money. Mm -hmm. When I, I personally feel like it shouldn't be child support because child support is enabling. In my experience, it can enable, and what I've seen, it can enable the moms. And sometimes it is not for the child. Well, everybody's experience is different because I also know dads who don't pay any money. Yes, and mm -hmm. I do. I know. Those and so dads sometimes too. it is yeah. necessary. Correct. So it's it's I a case by case that, scenario. But in it's Taiwan, not a... they don't have child support. I, but here's here, and that's cool. But I know I've had experiences. I have friends that have had experiences whose dad didn't really weren't in black, involved in their life and didn't pay. Mm -hmm. Kids be waiting so, for their dad okay, to come get them. Their question? dad yeah. never shows up. They, uh, yes, that happens yeah, in a lot does. of situations. Yeah, not all but, of them though. But why should you have to pay? Why should it be you have to pay when both parents have had the child? Why should it just be the father or the person who has the most income pay for everything? It should be mm -hmm. if it's both parents, mm -hmm. it's co-parenting, right? right? Yeah, it would, it's supposed to be support. Yeah. So in other but words, it hasn't been support, right? And I think, it, but I think sometimes the father doesn't even pay enough. Like some, in some cases, well, child support, no, enough. some cases child support is $35 a month. Like or I've like seen, $100 a month. Or if, if okay, he's getting paid so off the books. Both parties should go and get a job. It yeah, should not, I it, agree it, with it that. Yeah, but he, I agree with that. But I, I do think that if the mom has a child the majority of the time and that's like housing, food, clothes, schooling, you know, sometimes you might need to okay, have to get a nanny. Get a job. And, and if a woman has yeah, a job, she's paying for somebody to take care of her kid while she's at work. But all of those things do cost money, right? Correct. And so I do believe both parties participate in yeah. that. But I think it's a case-by-case -case scenario because there is definitely some dads that are like, I'm not letting them know how much I make. I'm getting and paid off the books. And some moms who do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It can go both ways. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is they need to redo the whole thing because anytime somebody who has money gets involved with somebody who might not have the same amount of money, yeah. the person who doesn't have the same amount of money, they reap all the benefits. Mm -hmm. it's but the average, person, the average person yeah. doesn't, doesn't have a, a child with a, feels like that's a, a famous person, issue, a, 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 a rich happens, person. Yeah. Okay, so how many entertainers, how many celebrities, and how many basketball players have to go through this? They pay crazy buku amounts of child support. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's not the thing is that's not our world. Like we have friends that yes, have but regular. But yeah. what do y'all do? It's just hard because y'all make posts uh -huh. and y'all comment, and then it's about the father didn't do this or the father. But the father is the one. So you want the father to go out, make all the money. No. And then you want to hold up. Then you want the father to be present. And you want the father to go do all the things that the mother is doing. Like it gotta be, it gotta be something. The Some energy, balance. it gotta be balanced. Mm -hmm. So if we're not in a relationship, it can't just you can't say, well, he ain't been with his kid in two weeks. Okay, so what if I had to go out the country for two weeks? This happens to pilots. This is not just uh, basketball players and entertainers. This pilots. This um, uh, uh, what you call those people? Doctors. These people spend a lot of time at their jobs. Yeah. So is it fair to I say? I agree, but I do think it's the case because I also know women who sacrifice their careers, right, mm -hmm. because they have to stay home with their kids. So they're not able to be like, oh, I'm going to go away for two weeks okay, so to then, work because I have to be home, right, you know, so to take care. That goes back to what? Mm -hmm. You got to choose the person that you have your child with correct. And you can't just try to do it because you looking for a come up. And I'm not saying that's my situation. I don't want nobody to take it that way. You're just saying, saying in general. But in general, a mm -hmm. lot of times, 
when women see somebody who has money mm-hmm. and they try to get with them, they're looking for a way to do what? Get and security. a lot of times guys also aren't making the smartest decisions. It's a, you know, if you see a woman and you're mm-hmm. not doing what you need to do, you're not protecting yourself. And so that means go it's, ahead a, it's just, a two-way so, street. Yes. So, but who also, who, at the end of the day, who gets to decide about the child? The court. The, no, the, the woman. Oh, at yeah. the end of the day, oh, who gets kid. all yeah. the support and yeah. everything? The woman. Mm-hmm. So, and then while all this is happening, on the flip side of it, what is the father getting? The father gets booted out. Everything now that we've seen in social media and in our world today is they trying to make the home, all the homes fatherless, or they're trying to change how people view fathers here in America. Yeah, I mean, look, I know some great fathers, but I also do know women. And statistically, especially when it comes to women being the head of the household, there's a lot of women, a lot of women, a lot of black women who have to be the head of the household. And it's unfortunate for whatever the reason might be. Mm -hmm. You know, it turns out that way. And we hate to have to see that. But a lot of times women have to worry about working, about raising their kids, about taking care of the finances, about coming home to cook after that, and also trying to maybe have a little bit of a life. And I know it's not an easy balance. And so, again, I don't think anything is across the board. I don't think that because I know situations where the dad would love to see their kid and be in their Mm -hmm. kid's life. But then that child is being used as a pawn against the father. So what do you do in those situations? You know, so but I think in that case, men need to go and step up and go to court because they do. But then we still are in the L. It sucks because sometimes it's hard to. Because the courts are going to say, well, this is the mom. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all they got to say. Right. This is the mom. And that's why, you know, some at some point, maybe it's a mediation where you don't get the courts involved and you try to get a third party. Because I think that's important, too. And it doesn't always work. And it's hard because it's a lot of emotions involved. A lot of times that, there's bitterness yeah. on both ends of yeah. people involved. But so see, it's not easy. It nothing to do with the child. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. So, and that sucks. So then the child is the one that end up hurting. But the courts and all and the lawyers and all, they're the ones that's making all these rules. Right. So then it doesn't benefit the child at all. The no, child... you're not saying across the board child support doesn't benefit the child at all. Or you're saying in, in situations you're familiar with. He's saying going to court and I'm doing all of those things. Court, and the, Going to court, yeah. period. Getting lawyers involved, uh-huh. doing all that crap. They make the money. They making, they making the money. all the money. Just, they need to share the well, same lawyer. They, <laughs> the lawyers talk to each other. They, do, they make the cases go longer. Yeah. They, make, they make the emotions right. and everything between the two people. Because it's like, first of all, hold up. Why do we need lawyers? It was me and you who laid in the bed. Because y'all can't figure it out yourselves. No, 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 no. Why we can't figure it out? Because we rushed to have a child. Somebody out of both parties was looking for a way to have some type of security. And you know, sounds very specific okay. right no, now. Uh, the, no, I'm not being specific. Look, I'm talking about. For a quick nut with okay, no so if a right. guy is looking for a quick nut, and you know this as a female, why would you have a kid with him? <laughs> no, we'd have to ask that young lady. Yeah, that's we'd have to but ask that's those a, women. okay. So the man want a quick nut, and the girl want a baby. Which one had ulterior motives? The worst. Well, yeah, both of them. I mean, no. <laughs> if you want a quick nut, why don't you use a condom? You can still use a condom and still some people have got I hear I'm the, I don't know anybody that got pregnant with a condom. I know people say that. <laughs> it's it's not 100% effective. I know that, but you I don't know, know anybody you know that. But, all right, so if you date with somebody for over 3 years. <laughs> yes, we're not using condoms. Okay, so yes. so if you get pregnant and the other person's like I don't want a kid, you're going to go and have the kid regardless? Well, 
after at three years, I think we probably have talked about whether or not we're gonna have children together. Especially or not. if you know it's at risk of that happening because we've been having unprotected sex. Yeah. Yes, but if That's y'all been having sex for four years, let's say y'all had sex for four years. Whatever the number is, uh huh. Three, two, three, four years. Mm-hmm. You never got pregnant. That's happened. Th- and that, then that all happens. of a sudden you happen. get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Jasmine's then, like, hello, it's how I have my baby. Yeah. <laughs> so then what happened yeah. after that? Yeah. 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 How do you, like, what if the father, like, how can you be mad at the male if you say, listen, I didn't want a child. Right. You're forcing me to have something that I don't want. Mm-hmm. How, like, is that fair? I mean, if you, it kind of is if you are having unprotected sex. You guys are, if fair? you guys are having unprotected sex together, because if you, if you want You know, that can happen. Okay, yeah, it, so it, yeah, if, if you have the baby, then you can't, you can't say, well, if I have this baby, you got to take care of it. Well, I mean, you're financially. Yeah, financially. Yeah. No, that's it has not to be, fair. Has it's to be your child. Just think later on in life, because, you know, I think for dads, it's accountability, right? There's a lot of things in life that we do that there's consequences for, that we mm-hmm. have to pay for those consequences. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're having unprotected sex, the consequences could be that you have a kid that you could have to, you know. And it's I, on both sides, though. Yeah, the man yeah, is. is not the only person that's not protected. Nobody's saying that, though. But you... What? Do you know? Did you just hear what you just said? I mean, it's accountability, and the for account, you said it's accountability on the male's part because he has. Well, you're sex saying if he doesn't. Well, you're saying if he doesn't want to have it, then if he don't want to have things, a kid, but y'all done mm-hmm. had sex for three, four years, and you never got pregnant. Now all of a sudden, you done got off birth control, and you trying to get pregnant, and you ain't tell him. And now you're pregnant. Well, that's like a, a yeah. sneaky person. Yeah. That, that maybe you so should. So how many times <laughs> this happened? You know. Come on now. No, I'm, I'm not pregnant. Like, to be Dwight Howard later in life. And now oh, so that's like, what you're I'm thinking. <laughs> so now you're saying what the girls is thinking. No, but you know, I feel like. Oh, let me have a kid with this man because one day he might end up being. But listen, at, at, I feel like you have such a unique experience because, you know, you are an athlete. You the, have yeah, all this money. It's not a lot of you It's not a, in it's, the NBA. It's like a not smaller, a lot of guys. Yeah, it's a smaller population, whereas I can see women wanting to be in a relationship or have a baby. Yeah. A lot of of women get pregnant by guys that got less than them too. Let's be clear. That does happen. But that's not your But listen, that's not your world. Where? That's not your world. So you're not familiar with it. How many? How many? We don't have a study on that. Because it's not. Girls is not going to go find no. Now girls will have sex with a man that don't have no money. But nine times out of ten, they not finna make sure that they don't have... make up no fake statistic. He, yeah, he did his own first nine, nine times, times out of ten. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's my a fake, that is a fake nine study. Time out of 10. <laughs> that is but a fake y'all study. Y'all know that y'all <laughs> will sleep with somebody who might not have no money. Oh, uh huh. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay, but if that person who didn't have money mm-hmm. got y'all pregnant, y'all not keeping that kid. I wouldn't be having like listen. I You're would make sure. no listen. No, no, no. I'm if uh, y'all no. have a man that is giving y'all. I think in this day and age, there's a lot of women that I'm not are having actually a child with. making more than men. Yeah, huh? there's a lot of women nowadays that make more than men. Just it is what, and they end up in relationships like that. And, and the man have still kids. gotta pay more child support. Make it make sense. If the women <laughs> okay. make We're more not, money, okay. and you know it too, no. the women can make more money than the man, and the man still gotta pay child support <laughs> and more. I don't know this to be true, but I'm sure I done seen it. All right, look, we and I know you done seen it. You are Jasmine Brand. Oh my god, you the blog lady. The blog, blog lady. lady. I'm the blog lady. <laughs> See, she done wrote a lot of things his, about me. I ain't saying nothing. Oh, what she write about you? She know. She he always has stories. Stuff about me. Yeah. You do have but a lot of stories. You though. had a lot of and stories. It's one person in one story that oh. you always have on. She don't. She's. Just, you know, she's she on TV. She's a reality side. star. What do you? You don't no, want to have a baby with her? No, no. 
I'm, he didn't know I, that I, was going to happen. Say, I didn't say I didn't say that what was going on was bad. I said you know that y'all have you have posted a lot of stuff. I'm not just from that brand. Person. Okay, mm-hmm. all from right. That person. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on from that and let's talk more about this, right? So, so mm-hmm. is the, so there's a lawsuit right now, or is that dismissed and thrown away against you? The lawsuit? Yeah, from this, these allegations. Um, that was it. Wasn't real. Okay, so the, that was fake. There was no lawsuit ever. That there was a lawsuit, mm-hmm. but. They threw the case out. Okay, so it's thrown it, out. It never happened. So why is it coming back up now, and why are all the blogs picking it up? Why now? is it coming back out now? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the stuff I've been posting? Mm-hmm. So you think it's a, a behind the scenes trying to get you to have more negativity again? Of course. Why? 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 Why at this time? If something you read the article right, right, two years ago, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Why would all of a sudden now some stuff like an uh, article? about my character and supposedly, allegedly, what I did with this person and a battering assault. I just posted a video of me and my son working out. Okay. That got some bad press. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, we got to keep with this negative train. Yeah, and I just stay positive with all this stuff. There's nothing on my page that nobody could say has any negativity on Mm -hmm. it. So when I see those things, I know that it's an attack on my character and where I'm at in life. Right. So I feel like there's about to be an elevation process and the things from my past, um, the things that people have said I've done, Mm -hmm. they're trying to come up now to stop this. Okay. Uh, So. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? The father shit. Okay. I said shit. It's all right. (laughs) But not like people saying like, um, I don't spend time with my kids. Or, you know, I'm a deadbeat dad or that I would ever do anything to hurt my kids. All the other noise that people say about whatever they think my personal life is, that's my personal life. Right. And I would never make public statements about anything private of mine when it comes to who's in my bed or anything like that. Um, but I did see an interview where you said the gay rumors aren't true because those mm-hmm. were things that people kept bringing up. Of course. Yeah. Um, they're going to say stuff like that to keep this whole negative train going. We got to find a way to assassinate this man character. Um, so you think that all stems from these situations as and somebody is out there. There's people out there that are conspiring I, I, I to put things like, in I, the media. I feel like there could be. But mm-hmm. again, my focus is not on those people that's conspiring and against me. Okay. My focus is on this podcast that I'm trying to get out. Which would be great because then you'll mm-hmm. be able to then address things a, yourself. Who's all on the podcast? Is it just you? Or and the kids? Guests it, it, or I'm going to have a lot of guests. Okay. Um, I do have a section called Talking Shit mm-hmm. um, on there. Um, uh, and then it's going to be my cousin. His name is Bodang. He's kind of like a comedian. He's okay. from the country. <laughs> um, so he's from Swainsboro, where I'm from. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I'm going to be going back and forth talking shit about world topics, whatever's going on in life, the situations that, mm-hmm. excuse me, that you brought up. And just to like, you know, clear the airways, we want to be able to talk about any and everything on right. the show. And we want to give artists, guests, even people who are not celebrities or anything like that, they'll be allowed to come on the show. That's great. And talk, ask questions. And we want to keep this open to everybody. What and about politics? Are you, do you, are, are you a I do have that's... views on politics, I'm sure you and do. a lot of people ain't gonna like my views. I want to hear I it. I tell you, I want to hear it. 
What part you want to okay, do? Okay, because we see everything that's going on right now. Obviously, we're getting ready for another presidential election. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So y'all like Sleepy Joe? I believe that um, I like him better than alternatives that we had. And I do believe some things got done under his presidency. By what? Well, first of all, we had the most diverse cabinet ever, which was important when it came to um, the infrastructure bill that he did pass. A lot of improvements were made when it came to student loans. He was the only president that's managed to get some uh, a lot of debt thrown out for people that was necessary. Mm-hmm. And so I will say that I, I won't act like things didn't get done. And I also look at not just the president, but also a lot of obstacles that he has from people that no matter what, even if it's something that benefits everybody. Right. When we talk about uh, certain things like health care, when we mm-hmm. did talk about uh, student loans, when we talk about things that we need, a lot of times it'll get blocked because people don't want him to get credit uh, for things that he's proposing to try to make happen. So, so Sleepy Joe, you saying Sleepy Joe good. I'm saying he did some positive things. And what's what's your opinion? And Trump did some bad things. Did you vote for Trump? Mm-mm. No, you didn't. I didn't vote for nobody. Okay. okay. Have you ever voted? I have a personal belief on voting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people might not agree with it, and that's okay. Um, I feel like, uh, and it's no offense to Trump or Biden. Yeah, Biden. But I feel like they don't represent who I am. So I couldn't vote for them. Okay. Okay. But what about locally? Because sometimes we just think of the presidential election. But what about thinking about like the mayor or a Mm -hmm. city council or other people that you can vote for that locally uh, can make a difference where you live in your district? I feel like, you know, even with that, um, the reason why I've never got into that side of it is mm-hmm. because I feel like we should be doing things with our family first, get our family right. I feel like for me, this is just my own opinion. Um, I would rather focus more on my family than focus on the program and then the things that they have tried to give to our kids and stuff like that um, and teach my kids things that they wouldn't be able to learn in school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all that has been a part of politics. I feel like we've wanted these politicians and other people to try to change our communities. But I feel like it starts at home with, with us and our children first. And after we're able to fix our homes, then we can venture, venture out to the community and start doing more and more and more. Um, but I haven't, from playing basketball and living in so many different cities, it's been very hard to get involved with that part of politics. Okay, I can understand locally. So, but you've ne- you've never voted before. Mm-mm. Okay, are no. you considering doing it, or you feel like you wouldn't want to? Um, or yeah, are you not, open not to the, it? Not the way that we have our um, stuff set up. Like, I don't believe in the Republican, the whole Democrat stuff. Okay, I which is fine because I I also feel like you can vote for people, right? If they're yeah. a Republican or a Democrat, that's uh, beside like the point. Popularity. And then if you vote for someone, you got to be able to agree with everything. That That's they not true. Not at all. Because I because uh, I definitely no. because you're never going to agree with everything. But you also can have some type of because um, like, I actually will go to like town halls and see who's running for office and mm-hmm. see who our senators are. I know my local council person who actually happens to be my friend's son. 
who I grew up with. So her son is now like my councilman in my district. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like even when it comes to small things like, you know, fixing potholes on the street, like those things are still we want to make sure our neighborhoods are nice, picking up the garbage, getting rid of we have a rat problem here for sure, (laughs) you know, and making sure that when you're voting, you're able to also express the things that you need in your community to make everyday life better. And then when you think about the education system, the police department, you know, who's your police chief? Mm -hmm. All those things do matter. Like if you pay attention and support certain people, then you're able to go. I can go straight to our mayor, you know, Eric Adams and be like, look, we need to talk about X, Y and Z happen. Can you come up here? And he'll listen, you know, and changes can be made. And sometimes change is slow. And so we can be really impatient on trying to make things happen, especially when it comes to politics because of the process that has to happen. But if you're not involved, then it'll be maybe sometimes nothing happening. I feel like no matter... You know, all the stuff that we have tried to do, I feel like they're, they're countering it, mm-hmm. the government and all those people. So I feel like, I don't know, I just have a weird feeling. Not not a weird, but people might say conspiracy theories and all this stuff. But I feel like this program that we're in, in the states that they have for us, I feel like it's, it's not allowing us to elevate as people. I think that they've kept us in this box mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, the, the How we have to vote, how we have all this, the infrastructure. I know that the structure is needed. I'm not saying that it's mm-hmm. not, but I just feel like, I just, I feel like it's a different way. I feel like us is, especially the black community, it's a different way. And maybe have you met any, like, any politicians that you like ever or? I have. Okay. I, I, I met Bill Clinton. I've been around mm-hmm. Obama. I've been around a lot of the politicians. Okay. Um, I just feel like what has happened with us in America for so long, I feel like we've been hidden from, the, the truth has been hidden from us in a lot of areas, <clears throat> even when dealing with politics and stuff like that. So I feel like it just got to be some change. Well, good. I think on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We should. Yeah. You got to get some people. Yeah, I didn't want to talk too much about it. Today, no, no. I think when is it supposed to launch? Uh, hopefully uh, the end of August. Hopefully. Who are some people you would love to have on? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. No, not Marilyn Monroe. What's her name? Like, What's the lady minute. name? She's not alive. What's the lady name that we was talking about? <laughs> Madonna. Oh, that's her name. Okay, I'm sorry, not Madonna. I can Madonna. see how there's a uh, yeah. visual. Madonna. I meant Madonna. I, it was an M. Marilyn Monroe's cousin. Madonna? Because like, um, I want to say I have like this painting in my house mm-hmm. um, of her with my jersey on. Oh, okay. So I just want to, you know, you have that conversation. Be, like cool to interview her, mm-hmm. talk about the. St- the stuff that she's been through. She's I feel like you too. could make that happen. Yeah, I'm sure and you could. And then like Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Um, just a lot of the entertainers, even regular people. Uh, Dr. Drew, I did a special forces show. I don't know if you guys saw, I did a special forces show last year. With, yeah, um, oh, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montel Jordan, uh, Mel B, Kenya, Kenya uh, Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, so just bringing uh, those people in to talk. Uh, me and Dr. Drew, while we were on the show, uh, we sat and talked for about an hour one night, and it was the only night he was there. And we made such a connection from our talks. He was like, "Man, if you get a show, and then I got, I want to talk to you more." He enjoyed having our com- the conversations we had, and I was like, "Man, that's why I gotta have this podcast." There's so many people I would love to talk to, 
and get people's opinions on and stuff like that. Because I have a lot of stuff in my head. People be like, clearly, yeah, man, crazy. <laughs> I know. He, he think the earth flat. All this uh -huh. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind expressing. I think that's the thing we gotta. The yeah. biggest part of this show is we gotta be able to have these conversations, the tough conversations. I feel like we run from these conversations and everybody's so sensitive. You said this and this hurt. It's okay. We got to be able to understand Well, I like to have other. conversations. I don't ever attack people for what they mm -hmm. believe. I can say what my opinion on it is. Correct. I do feel like it's important for people to be able to express themselves without somebody, you know, mm -hmm. going hard at them. Because you might think this. And I'm not feeling like I could change your mind, but you might look at it differently, you know, right. from and a different perspective. And that's fine. We all have different sets of eyes. So yeah. the way you see the world is going to be different from me. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I feel like a lot of times we... We want people to understand us so much. And like, first of all, you're a woman. You might not be able to understand me as a male because you're not a male. You don't understand what I have, what I go through and what I see, and I won't be able to understand right. you. So now we could take away using all that energy right there of trying to understand this and accept it. Okay. Yeah, your life is so different than the average person anyway. Really that, yeah. And and like to be clear, because I also think people think when you have money, you don't have they don't have sympathy for you, right? They'll be like, they oh, don't he's say, rich. oh, he's rich. He can he could do this can, and that yeah. don't matter. But I promise you, the the devil that I deal with, mm -hmm. you know, have you ever heard of the statement, new level, new devil? Yes. <laughs> Instagram caption. We call it here in Brooklyn, more money, more problems. Yes, it's, it's so many problems. The more you, the more you level up. Yeah. So yes, it's just a. Uh, it's it's, it, you have to be very strong mm -hmm. to deal with it. You know, I wanted to ask you earlier. You said you've made good investments and bad investments, mm -hmm. right? I would, I would love one. for you to talk about a couple of them, like the good ones and the bad ones. Oh man, the worst one I made. I lost seven million dollars. Sheesh. Yeah. On what? Um, I was uh, going to try to purchase a WNBA team uh, because I uh, I love WNBA. Shout out to our New York Liberty, baby. It's okay. all about Atlanta Dream. Our <laughs> <laughs> New York there. Liberty killing it. They are. Uh, but uh, I, my mom is a season ticket holder with the Dream. She's been for years. Oh, nice. Every summer I would come back and take my kids to all the games, and I had saw that they was up, mm -hmm. and they wanted – new management, I was like, man, this is a great opportunity. And um, got with some people, connected with some people, and uh, we put together this group for me to own the team. Uh, after I invested my money, never heard from the people again. What? This group? And, <sighs> so know, they just disappeared? They disappeared, took the money. Um, I can't really say too, too much about the case. because okay. It's still going on? It's been in the news. They, yeah. uh, they made arrests mm -hmm. to some of the people, but it's still going. Wow. But that's probably like one of the worst um, investments. And then it's kind of made me be like, yo, I don't really want to put my money into nothing. Yeah, it's scary. It's it like, definitely man, is like trauma from something like that. Yeah, because... But then it's so hard, right? Because I feel like in our community, we get nervous to do things because something could go wrong, but there's a lot of people, we don't have money like that to just make an investment. Like, I feel like people who come from money, they could do that, and then, oh, my dad will help me out, or mm -hmm. we have a family friend, I just do this. Or I could get money from here and raise money, but for us, it's like our own money. And so... Yeah, that's why, like, I'm like, man, even, I know y'all gonna hate this, but talking about child support. Oh, oh here we go. go. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying when you work. <laughs> We're going to have a call your podcast the child support yeah. podcast. No. <laughs> no, I don't ACS, have a problem. Child support. I I have I don't have a problem. No, it's not that. Okay. Yeah. okay. I don't yeah. have a problem. I just feel like <laughs> um I have that worked so hard. Right. You know, all the athletes, anybody who's worked so hard, you just don't want to give that money away. Right. Yeah. And you don't know because it, it's the same thing. It's an investment. You investing your time and your energy in the plan or doing whatever it may be, and you're sacrificing spending those precious moments with your child and stuff like that because you got to work. And, you know, I was just saying about the money. That money is so precious. That $7 million, that's me working on the court, mm-hmm. me getting up at 5 in the morning, going in the gym, training for somebody to take it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that investment really, really uh, hurt. Yeah, lot. that does. That yeah, hurt me. A lot of I, yeah. It has nothing to do with me. What about your best? Do you have a, a best investment that you ever made? The best investment, I would just say, is my house. Okay. And, yeah. Real estate? Uh, real estate. Best investment. I also have a farm um, in North Georgia. Uh, my parents are staying on it, but I do. I'm doing more stuff with my farm, feeding kids, feeding families. That's dope. Mm-hmm. So I want to continue to do that. That's how you combat anything negative. You just do some positive things that makes you feel good. You know, for me, because people say negative things, the best thing I do is, all right, whatever, let me just do some things that I know that make me feel good about helping other people. Do it people. hurt you? Do it make you cry? Have you ever cried from things that no, you read? No, never. Never? No. What about you? Have I ever cried about what? Uh, things that you like read about yourself. Things that you read uh-huh. or somebody. But I'm not in that. I'm not in that space where people really. I never yeah. cry. I've been irritated I and I've been, been yeah. started to write, and then I just do, then I don't do it. But you know what I do? I just log off and live my real life. That's why I'm not even on social media a mm-hmm. lot unless it's for work purposes. Mm-hmm. That's right, really that what. You off. Huh? You off the social media? Well, I just also really use it for work. I'm not yeah. like a, I'm not on there, you know, going back and forth with people or you know, if I leave a comment or something, it's always That's positive. It. Yeah. It's not me like, to I don't, I don't engage in that type of energy. So I don't expect to get it back. And if people say negative things, I just keep it moving. Yeah. I think that's the best way. Mm-hmm. Like even, even if I do see positive message or negative messages, I just keep scrolling. Right. But sometimes positive stuff, you got to respond to that because people did take the time yes. out to show some support. And that's a... That's true, but I just yeah. look at it as you don't want to get too high or get too low. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I do comment or when I see positive messages or I'll pin it yeah. so that everybody yeah. can see the message. That's nice. But People appreciate as, that too. Yeah, they as like far that. as going and back commenting and back and forth, like I just don't have the energy, especially if I see somebody say something I'm like... Shut up. You don't know what you talk like. What? Why? Like, why would I engage in that kind of. You, you know, never want to do that? You never want to say, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about? I mean, sometimes I have, but okay. I end up looking stupid yeah, by doing it because it's like, why that. am I? Don't why am it. I? I like, yeah. But now you're about to have this podcast, so it's about to be turned up a thousand. Oh, it is because we also have in live sessions where Ooh. we're going to be live and people can ask live questions okay. and fans can get in. And we're gonna turn on the, like the Snapchat, Instagram Live, and all that stuff. It's gonna be interactive, and people can interact and ask questions. And we 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 want that because we want people to start having conversations with each other. Like we don't even talk to each other. We we just sit and we just focus mm-hmm. on like the, the person's negative attributes. A lot of times we don't focus on like how could we empower. A lot of times, especially when you look on the internet, the positive messages. They're there, but the noise that you hear is always the negative crap. So it's like, yeah, I know it's hard to change that because we live in a negative-driven world 
we're not going to be able to change that. But what we can change is only our our thoughts and yeah, you're right. Our emotions and what we give our energy to. So I've been real happy. I'm, I'm always happy. Right. That's, yeah, a problem. Real... that's a problem for everybody because I'm always you seem happy. happy. Yeah, you yeah, do. You always be like, good spirits. Why he's so happy? He never mad. Even when I'm playing basketball, why is he smiling so much? I'm like, yo. First of all, why are you so happy? Why am I so happy? Because mm-hmm. I'm alive. My mama lost seven kids. I was supposed to be number eight. Mm. I was two months premature. My grandma, I tell you, I was a little bit longer than this bottle. She uh, held me in her hand like this. Why wouldn't I be happy? Yeah. I made it from death. I made it from the pits of death to the top in basketball and success. Like, why would I be sad? And why would I hate right. myself for doing exactly what I wanted to do exactly. Since you were 10. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Everything that I wanted to do is there. I did it because I always made a plan and God has always made a way no matter what. So why would I be upset? Why would I not be happy? Why would I not smile? Right. Like, it's somebody out there that's been through way worse stuff than me. Mm-hmm. For sure. And all of us, you know, we don't, I've traveled so much around the world and I've seen people with no, have nothing. But they're still smiling. Right. They're still grateful. And when you live a life with gratitude, the most high bless you with so much. And not money, you get blessed with favor. So, like, the favor that God has given me, no matter what is being said about me, good, bad, or indifferent, I got God on my side. So Let me ask you one thing about basketball. I got mm-hmm. to, right? Mm-hmm. So if you had a choice right now to either play for the Lakers, but not get much time mm-hmm. or be a the, go back to Taiwan and be like the superstar that you were over there. Same amount of money. What would you do? I'm going to go be with my kids. Okay, so that's the third no choice. Basketball. You don't want to do either. No, so no, so you don't <laughs> even want to play anymore. I, you asked me a question. I said, <laughs> no Lakers, no Taiwan. I would rather be with my children. Okay. One a day, dad. No, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> That is your oh name. What are they there? Do all your kids hey, get to hang what? out? They all get to hang out with each other? Yes. How many, how many kids do you have? Five. Mm-hmm. I heard people say I got eight, ten, I heard five. 12, I thought you had 20. like three. Okay. Five by so three different women. Five. I got no, it was five, five different by, women. Oh, five different women. Yeah, one of them okay. passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in soul, rest in peace, uh, Melissa. Um, so it's four. Any okay. more kids? You plan on having any more kids? No, I'm good with with the jits I got. Okay. Babies right <laughs> like, I got five right five. now. <laughs> got That's a team. lot. Five is a lot. That is a lot. That yeah. is a lot. My oldest will be 16 in November. Sheesh. Um, we don't know if you're going to have any more yet, though. Because, yeah. you not. know, we don't know that. I do know that. <laughs> He's going to go through this. He, you better not have it. We don't do know, know that. that. As strong as I you are that. about this anti-child support thing, you better not have no more kids. I, I'm definitely not having no more kids. <laughs> uh, you never know. But what if you get married? I'm not having no more kids. <laughs> did you get fixed? What is that? Like, did fixed. You, did you get, you know? You don't know what that means. Oh, like when the ladies yeah. get their tubes tied? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> snip, snip. I ain't putting none of that information yeah. out no. there. Okay, uh-huh. all right. He's like, that way, if you try me. <laughs> I know you're lying. Yeah, I, and I know you're lying. cheating around and you're, and you're sleeping with somebody else. <laughs> if we done had sex and you pregnant, you a cheater. Yep. <laughs> Although it's not 100% effective, just like condoms. I exactly. Just, you that, saw, that's what you Antonio said. Antonio Cromartie, so. you saw, he, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Well, let me tell you, after today's conversation, I am very much looking forward to your podcast. Whether I agree with things you say or disagree, I do find it very compelling. Thank you so much. Dang. <laughs> wow. I mean, that, but that's fine. I respect it. You agree? You disagree with a lot of stuff I say? I said whether or not I agree or disagree, because nobody's going to agree with anybody Everything, 100%. You're right. You know, that's what so, the world is. I don't yeah. feel like there's a right or wrong or good or evil. I feel like it's agreement or disagreement. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. What do you think? I I agree. It's not right or wrong. We agree or disagree on certain things. Some and some things are fact though. Like for real? Yeah. Oh, some things are fact. What? Why do you say that? <laughs> You're a character. He is. I ain't playing with you. Yeah. You're not that tall either. <laughs> That's because she got them high steppers on. Not that tall. How tall you expected me to be? Like seven feet something? Yeah, I thought he was going to be tall, taller. Nah, I'm just, I'm just, I got a big body. Uh, well, thank you so much again for joining us. And um, we'll make sure when this podcast comes out, we're going to talk Y'all about it and make sure people. Come on the show. Uh, we we in there. We, I'm ready to go. I'm fired Jasmine up. Brand, I know Jasmine wants some more tea. Yeah, yeah we need some more tea. We're coming on. I got some tea for you. Oh, tell Uh-oh. us. Here we go. Huh? You gotta come through later. All right, okay. Uh-oh. I'm coming on. Okay. Can we? Dr- are we gonna drink? Can we drink on your podcast? You can drink, smoke. Okay. Uh, oh, cause you see, you got the. Backwards. Yeah, I just know we could do that in here, but I did have the gas for y'all. Oh, uh, next it's, time. It's the way up show. I yeah, was gonna take y'all. You gonna take us way up? Yeah, y'all want to see God? I, I was with him earlier. <laughs> Thank you so much again for coming through and being really open and honest about everything and Thank letting you. us ask you whatever we wanted to ask that was in the news because I felt like that was... I was like, is he going to be okay? Because I also sometimes uh, don't like to have to ask certain mm-hmm. questions, but I know it's part of the responsibility. It's no worries. Um, I don't... I have no issue with talking. I, I don't get embarrassed about nothing. I don't allow nothing to change okay. my mood. I'm always calm. I love to have fun, but I'm always be the same person regardless. Okay. So next time we see you, we'll be able to do at least 15 push-ups. I doubt it. Yeah. I know you're not gonna be able to do it. Well, that's not nice. I'm gonna give you five. <laughs> that's because you don't want to come to my workout and then put it on video of me crying, and we can talk about how terrible you are. <laughs> and and no. we gonna run it as an exclusive. No. White Howard has Angela Yee crying in tears. Let's go. Yes, <laughs> weeping may endure for what? A night. a night, but joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Bishop. All right, joy Bishop. is coming in the morning. All right. <laughs> it's Way Up with Angela Yee. Dwight Howard, thank you so much. <laughs> hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you 
bostonproper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit bostonproper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.